Hello everyone, Pastor Scott here with Natalie Butler. Great to have you joining us today for Good News from Good Sam. And we're continuing, Natalie, our yes. series on the greatest stories ever told, the parables of Jesus. Yes. And the one today is the parable of the Good Samaritan. And it's appropriate. How fitting. Yeah. I mean, appropriate for Good Samaritan Church and School that yes. we would share the, stary, uh, the story of the Good Samaritan. Sorry about that. Um, but one of the reasons, and I know it's a little hard on a podcast to do it, but we had a painting commissioned mm -hmm. by a young artist here in Las Vegas named Jen Allen. And yeah. you actually know Jen, yes, as I did. I she did a fantastic job. And so we unveiled the painting at church and then had the story, uh, the Bible story read, which I'm going to read in just a minute or two. And then I talked about the parable. Yeah. And so that's what we're going to do today, just a little it. bit of a different format. But without further ado, how about I read from Luke's Gospel, uh, the 10th chapter, on one, uh, verse 25 is where I start. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'll go ahead and keep reading, and then we'll come back. What is written in the law, Jesus replied. How do you read it? The expert in the law answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus replied, You have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? In reply, Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he fell into the hands of robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, took him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper. He said, Look after him, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Jesus asked, which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? And the expert in the law replied, The one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, Go and do likewise. Yeah. So that is one of the greatest stories ever told. I think one of the things you know that I think about that is that even in our modern world, I mean, 2,000 years later, uh, well, there are good Samaritan hospitals. Right, there I was going to say, it's, it's, it, it, it's almost a secular term. Yeah, yeah, and you'll see news stories. I mean, a good Samaritan stopped yeah. by the road and did this. A good Samaritan did this. And mm -hmm. uh, people know what it means, but I'm not sure maybe a lot of people know the parable yeah. and what Jesus was trying to say. So we'll, we'll dig into that, and I just you know I invite you to chime in as you wish there. But one one of the things... You know, first of all, that's interesting to me is that this expert in law is testing Jesus. Right, <laughs> right. Let's test the Son of God. Right. Yeah. And uh, I want to, I, I, one of the things that I like to, 
to clarify when when we're talking about these kinds of stories is like when we talk about the expert in the law what that law entails and that's a good point because some translations say lawyer and we Mm. think of uh, an expert in law who's a lawyer as uh, learned in the codes of the county or the state or the nation but in this case go ahead it's it's when you look at the the Bible, the Old Testament, there are several books, namely Leviticus, yeah. where it talks about the law. Right. And basically, it was how to treat your body, how to um, basically like physical expressions of being clean or yeah. being, um, you know, trying to be good and do what God called them to do. Yeah. And so it was all of these rules on how they were supposed to live. What to eat, what not to exactly. eat, how to bathe. And, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so these these teachers of the law, they had all of those things memorized. And there's over 600 of them that yeah, they I'm, had I'm, memorized. I'm, yeah, that wouldn't work for me. No. <laughs> I'm not good at memorizing. Um but it's so this guy, and of course, I mean, we we see Jesus differently than he did. Exactly. Uh, but Jesus was out doing his thing, and these experts in law knew about him, obviously. So mm-hmm. now they're testing him. Yes. Because they expect the right answer. Right. And right. Now it's interesting. Jesus I, turns the the table on. Yeah, and I was going to say they expect to know the right answer. That's right. <laughs> So the guy says, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Mm-hmm. And, and Jesus doesn't answer. He says, what, what, what do you think? What does it say? <laughs> and, and the guy says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. And Jesus says, you've answered correctly. Um, now, interestingly, because here at Good Samaritan Church and School in Las Vegas, our um, mission statement starts out saying, love God mm-hmm. love people, which, mm-hmm. and it comes from this. Yeah, uh, and that's not unique to Good Samaritan or in, in any sense. We all, I think, all Christians believe that the Bible is pretty clear that yeah, we're supposed to love yeah. God, love people, <laughs> uh, and then we say make a difference, yeah. do something about it. Um, so Jesus says, "You're right," and then the guy, you know, he can't stop there, right? Says, because he and and I think this is something that we do often um you know we're we're nice to our friends and we're nice to our family but most of the time well yeah most of the time they also kind of catch the brunt end of things sometimes (laughs) too but for the most part those that we get along with those that we like those who are easy to be kind to we are kind to um and i think sometimes we justify maybe not great behavior because we disagree with someone yeah. or because um, they've done something we view as bad or negative um, and we kind of justify ourselves that way and I think I that's what I get from this story is he's trying to justify maybe times that he hasn't interesting. done those things. Interesting, interesting. I hadn't thought about it that way. Well, I, and I think certainly as Jesus tells the story, that's probably what he's getting yeah. at too. Um. So, so the guy says, so who's my neighbor? Yes. All right, Jesus. Love my neighbor as myself. What does uh, that mean? So who's my neighbor? <laughs> now, when, when I was prepping for my sermon, and I didn't say a lot of this in, in the message, um, but some of the biblical scholars look at the Greek and language yeah. and that and say that the word neighbor 
more properly translated would be someone we draw near to. Interesting. And so the question might be, so who who is the person I'm supposed to draw near to? Mm. And um, Jesus tells the story. Now, I'll just say this. At this point, I think what Jesus is saying is that we're supposed to draw near to anyone. Yeah. Uh, because it's exactly what the priest and the Levite didn't do. Mm-hmm. They didn't draw near to. They, in fact, they Watched went out the of their way. the other side of the road, yes. <laughs> and, and, and so, you know, knowing what that language originally said, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because they, Jesus is the same, they didn't draw near to. They went the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. They got away from him. Now, those of you who are listening, you know, who's the priest, who's the Levite? Well, let's put it this way. The priest is the pastor, Mm -hmm. and the Levite's the helper in the church. So Mm -hmm. I I picked on the ushers and some of the (laughs) women in the altar guild and said, you're the the Levites, and, you know, Pastor Don and I are the priests, and we're both in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because, well, you know, I don't know. why didn't they care? Yeah. You know? I mean, what was it that, were they just too busy? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Jesus said they're going down the road from Jerusalem to Jericho, and literally that's what happens because, uh, again, I've not been there, but I've, you know, as I was prepping for the sermon, from Jerusalem to Jericho, it's about 16 miles, and it's you drop 3,000 feet. Wow. So you literally are going down yeah. to Jericho from Jerusalem. And the road was known to be a place where robbers mm-hmm. were. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were looking for people that mm-hmm. they could prey on uh, in order to um, get some money and you know or take whatever they could take. And they didn't care what they did to somebody. So the people in Jesus' time are hearing this. The the teacher, the expert in law, is hearing this, and they get exactly what he's talking about because yeah. some of them have probably been on I've that probably road. Probably done that, yeah. <laughs> and you know happy to have escaped with their life uh, and all of that. But then, you know, Jesus just brings it brings it to life. Now, I don't want to put you on the spot, but let's help our listeners understand too, you know, when he says the Samaritan mm-hmm. is the one who stops mm-hmm. and, and helps, this is a big thing, yeah. right? I'm so glad you asked. Yes, because especially with the parables, I think sometimes we can miss some of the message because we don't understand the context. The Samaritans and the Jews would have been enemies. They did not get along. Um, In fact, they... I'm not sure about... Are the Samaritans pagan? Were they not religious? No, they they actually... uh, I'm not an expert, but but obviously I needed to look at it to understand it. (laughs) getting ready for this but they accepted certain books of the Torah or the Old Testament but not all got it so there were all right I don't know if I dare go there but I'm gonna go there okay it's similar to Christians today who don't agree with each Uh, other got it yeah yeah it's like some we could even look at different parts of like the Lutheran the Lutheran church yeah yeah yeah. those of you listening uh, we belong to we come from a Lutheran background mm-hmm. and they're like three or four fairly major groups of Lutherans right. and a few others and, and, and they don't get along really yeah, well. There are some sta- some substantial differences in beliefs and so they clash. Yeah. Um, 
there are, you know, there are some churches that if you go there, if you are not a member of their church, like you can't take communion right. or you can't, you know, do different things yep. because they don't agree with what you right. believe. Right. And and so, I mean, that's kind of the context for yes. what's going on here. They had things in common, mm-hmm. but then the Samaritans were looked down on too because the the real Jews, if you will, believed that they had... Uh, married outside of the faith, and so uh, they weren't clean in that sense. Right. So we have interracial marriage. Right. We have Back to in- all of those laws. Yeah, exactly. They were breaking them. Exactly. Yeah. So when Jesus says the Samaritan is the one who helps, I mean, the people just had to be going, oh my goodness. Yeah, that would have that would have been shocking yeah. when, when he revealed that because if he would have just, if he would have said that the Samaritan walked by. Yes they wouldn't have been surprised. Right, they would right. have been like, well, of course. Right. Of course those people would. And so then the for, priest helps. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, of course. So for the Samaritan to help the Jew would have been huge. Yes. And would have spoken. I mean, that in itself speaks so much into his message right. that can get missed. And, the, and then it isn't just helping. But I mean, oh. he gives two pieces of silver. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the scholars believe that the piece of silver was basically a day's wage. Mm-hmm. So he gave two days' wages to, to the innkeeper, mm-hmm. who for a guy he doesn't know, yeah, that he just stumbled upon, and then promises to yeah. cover any additional yeah. cost as well. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, it's really kind of an an amazing story, and and again, like you've said too. It's probably not a real story, yeah. Jesus, he's, but he's, he, he's telling a story to make a point. Right, exactly. And um, and I think he's very careful with the images that he chooses. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, so careful that, you know, let's bring it to modern times and say, okay, what does that mean for us today? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, we would say the people that are our neighbors, the ones that we are to draw close to, are any one of God's children, right. which means anyone, everyone's our neighbor. Yeah. Everyone's our neighbor. That's hard to hear, I think, especially in 2021 mm-hmm. when our country is so divided mm-hmm. um, politically, mm-hmm. economically, religiously, and yet Jesus is saying uh, your neighbor is people you should be drawing close to. Right. Who's in need? Um I don't always do a very good job of that. And I, I, I think if we're honest, uh, those of you listening, I think you get this too, is that um, it's a lot easier for us to be, as you said, Natalie, nice to the people that are like us, mm-hmm. nice to the people that are in our families or maybe in our church. But Jesus is raising the bar. Uh, he raised the bar 2,000 years ago, and I think he's raising the bar for us today too to say, uh, that's not the way my people should be thinking. Yeah. You know? yeah. And and so, as difficult as it may be, I, I see the parable of Good Samaritan for us today as a call to action. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that goes with our mission statement of making a difference. But how are we going to draw close to people? Um, and the reality is we don't always do a good job of that, but... It shouldn't be the excuse for not trying, right? Too, and so, um, you know, at Good Samaritan Church and School, we we try to live out our name by looking at this parable on occasion, as we did recently, and saying, okay, 
What does that mean? Right. What does that mean in my life today? How am I going to draw near to somebody? How am I going to be a good neighbor? Uh, how am I going to be that good Samaritan? There's a bit of a danger in that too, and I, I, in this sense, is that, and we always kind of make the condition because we don't aren't being the good neighbor to get to heaven, right? Because we don't believe it works that way, right. and works is the right word. It mm-hmm. isn't through what we do that gets us to heaven. But it's because of what Christ did, and then it's our reaction to it. Right. But you would have thought that would have been the case for the priest and the Levite as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, they know the promises of God there in the Old Testament, right. and yet they just walk on by. So, I, you know, it, it, it's an amazing thing. And um, there's just so much there. And so, I, you know, I, I don't want to keep dragging it out in any sense, too, but I, I, I would encourage you as a listener to go into the New Testament. It's the Gospel of Luke, the 10th chapter, beginning at the 25th verse, and read that story. But then think about who are the neighbors in your life that maybe it's difficult for you mm-hmm. to draw close to. Mm-hmm. And maybe as you think about that, consider that that might be the Holy Spirit saying, all right, how do you do this? How can right. I help you? Right. Because I, I also want to be careful not to like put this pressure on that yeah. we have we have to be the answer for right. everyone. Because yeah. we can't. No. Um, and I, I know um, when I listened to you and Tommy talking about this on Good News at Noon, you also kind of talked about how, you know, sometimes maybe there's, there is a danger factor. Like yeah. maybe the priest was afraid he would also be attacked. Maybe it's a trap, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Some, it, it's not always safe or we're not always in a position to help. Right. For example, when I was driving around today, there was a gentleman standing on the side of the road, but I didn't have any cash. I didn't yeah. have a cold water bottle. Right. Like I didn't have anything to give. So yeah. I drove by. Yeah. Does that make me the priest like how how does that work and so i want to caution our our listeners to just say like we can't we can't always help and that's okay yeah um but when we being mindful of when we can yeah and what resources we have and maybe maybe it's not helping the person on the side of the road but maybe it's donating to an organization that does yeah or um you know if you don't feel comfortable handing out cash that's okay donate to the rescue mission or bring food donations to the food district like i think if we do what we can yes we are doing what we're called to do well and i think what it really gets down to then is where's our heart exactly you know if our heart is caring, yes. but like I, I think what you heard me say with Tommy is if you've got three kids in the car like Tommy does and you're going home, you probably aren't going to do right. some of those things and shouldn't. Yeah. Okay. But that doesn't mean Tommy's heart's in the wrong place. Correct. Or your heart's in the wrong place or even my heart's in the wrong Correct. place. Correct, yeah. Because I think God's always going to look at our heart. Mm-hmm. You know what? And I would tell my wife the same thing, or my son. I was going to say, my, hu- my husband would get so frustrated because yeah. I would, you know, keep stuff in my car. And he's like, please don't. Like, yeah. Just please find another way. I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, it's because he loves you. Yes. You know, and, and concerned about you. He's being a good Samaritan yes. for his wife. Uh, but I think, you know, what I'd encourage you then as a listener is consider your heart. Yeah. And how do you... 
if maybe you don't feel you've got that heart all the time, is let that be the prayer, or maybe the meditation, or the the um, time with God that you say, you know, Lord, let your Holy Spirit soften my heart, right. so I have that good Samaritan heart, right. and then can figure out the appropriate ways yeah. to help. And it may not. I feel like when we read this story, I know my mind always goes to you know somebody experiencing homelessness, but it could also be. You know, a coworker that you don't yeah. really get along with yeah. going through a tough time. Are you talking about me now? I am. Yeah, okay. I am. <laughs> no, um, but you know, if you know your your coworker's mother passes yeah. away, yeah. bringing them a lasagna, yeah. or you know, yeah. just being thoughtful in some way, even though you don't get along, or um, maybe it is a family member that you don't get along with, and yeah. just it, it's not always the extreme. Yeah. Let me let me tell a quick story because um, it fits with what you said, and I yeah. think it's a good example. Our neighbor neighbors named are Chip and Bev, and there was an incident in our community a week ago uh, that I was not aware of. And Chip called me here at church, and he said, "Are you aware of what's going on in our neighborhood?" And I said, "I have no idea what you're talking about." Mm-hmm. Well, there was there was kind of a hostage situation, mm-hmm. and all the cops were there and SWAT teams and all this stuff and it's a pretty quiet neighborhood so that was a big thing and then he said is Parker home and I said yes he is and he said I'm going over to get him I mean that meant so much to me and to Debbie because Debbie was at work as well and the fact that Chip you know was it a big thing it really wasn't a big thing but it was huge to us and it shows his heart and that is the heart of our neighbors Chip and Bev uh, they are good Samaritans. Mm-hmm. They're good Christian mm-hmm. people. It's just being mindful of somebody other than yourself. Yeah, yes. yeah. And, and so they drew near to Parker, mm-hmm. and uh, they brought Parker in to make sure. And, and Parker had a great time because they have a pool and we I don't. So he was swimming. <laughs> he thought it was great. But, it, you know, it just reminded us of what a good neighbor we have right. in our neighbors, right. Chip and Bill. So there's just all kinds of ways that we can live out the parable. And... Uh, we did it at our church, Good Samaritan, here in Las Vegas, because it's our name. Yeah. And we have to be reminded once in a while yeah. why we do what we do. And, and why I, we do what we do is because of Jesus, Right, of right. And I think that's that's important to remember, too, because sometimes I do think we, we do it as like a checkbox. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, I, I went and served breakfast at the rescue mission or I donated to Goodwill or whatever. Yeah. And we're like, okay, check. That's my yeah. good deed. But I don't think our, how do, do I want to say that? Yeah. I don't think our good deeds count if our heart's not in the right place. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, It might count to the person who got the help. Correct. Yeah, I don't Correct. think God will be that impressed. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to yeah. say. Like that's God. God, like you said, looks at our, our heart yeah. more so than our actions. Yeah. So anyway, I, I just pray that maybe this discussion that Natalie and I have had about the parable of the Good Samaritan is, is helpful to you. And if you want to go on the website and watch the service, feel free to do that. It's www.goodsamlv.com. And we're just grateful that uh, you've taken the time to tune in and listen to this episode of Good News from Good Sam and pray that you have a blessed day. Yes, thank you so much for joining. Thank you, Natalie, for helping out. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye.